0: Moncrief on News Talk. Mered, good afternoon to you. Uh, we've good a, afternoon. Tom. We've a bad weather warning coming. Uh, how's the weather where you are?
1: Well, do you know what? It was absolutely balmy here for the last few days. The grass was growing and the sun was shining. It was really lovely altogether. I went out for a walk yesterday evening and uh, had to take my jacket off oh. uh, because I was trying to move a bit faster than usual, and uh, I, I just I couldn't keep the jacket on. It was that warm. But anyway, today, mother of God, it has turned <laughs> nasty. And, honestly, you know, it is funny, that, you know, the weather, my you know. Like yesterday, you, you could have had animals out very happy. Today, they're all glad they're inside the shed. So, yeah, it, it, there's a bad forecast uh, coming, a lot of frost, it seems, and maybe even some snow. And um, so just from the farming point of view, important to have all batteries fully charged. Important to have... Um, You know, burst pipes are the worst thing that can happen on a farm because you can't tell the animals, sorry, I can't get you water today. And they need lots of water. So whatever you need in terms of joiners or stuff to, you know, defreeze um, pipes and all of that, make sure you have it all in place and you know where it is. You mightn't have used it for the last 12 months and, you know, you could think you could lay your hands on it and you won't. So just do a checklist on jobs like that now before, Heavy frost come, and you need equipment that you can't find.
0: Uh, now, last uh, last week, a lot of people were getting exercised that uh, that a No Deal Brexit might affect the quality of chips. Uh, 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 Today, uh, it might even uh, uh, might it affect like your sliced pan.
1: Well, you know what, it, it would, and uh, or it will if there's a No Deal Brexit. It's seriously affected because what will happen straight away is if there's a No Deal. Now, this is according to Chagask and um, it's according to their economist, Kevin Hanrahan, if there's a no-deal Brexit, there would be an additional 44% tariff on flour that comes from the UK. Now, you could source the flour in France or somewhere else in the, within the EU, but it won't be a perfect substitute for the, ta- for the bread that we like to eat. Like, there has been encyclopedias written about wheat and, you know, the the making of flour and what it did to the human race in terms of Taking us from hunter gatherers into being farmers, and the, there's as many, there's loads of different types of bread. And while we produce flour here, wheat and flour that is perfect for brown bread, it won't work the same way at all when it comes to um, white bread and particularly the white sliced pan. So you might say to yourself, like, why don't farmers just grow the wheat and you know get it milled and you know then we wouldn't have to be relying on the UK because we have a need for about 250,000 tonnes of um, wheat a year. So the first problem is we have no mills to mill it. So yes, we have a couple of artisan mills, but what they would get through in a year wouldn't you know, feed the country for a day or an hour even. And so that's the first problem. There's no mills here. And then the second um, problem we have is that while we, our wheat and flour could contribute to making white, white bread, it would run into certain problems. And say one of those problems would be, now, I I, I hope I'm getting this all right because it's my colleague in the Farmer's Journal, Andy Doyle, that I have to thank for this information because I was wondering this myself. But if, say, for instance, it's wet, and you know how wet it can be in the summer, but if it's wet before harvesting, this can mean that the the flour, the wheat germinates, And if you're using then that as flour, when it comes to slicing the sliced pan. The blades will get all clogged up. It just doesn't suit making that kind of bread. Um, we've perfect bread for wheat and flour for brown for brown bread, um, but we don't have the the right kind of ingredient or the genetic makeup in the flour that we produce for to make white bread. And um, so, and that seems to be it's a, it's a big problem. But if there's no no deal there'd be an immediate 44% additional tariff on flour from the UK. Righty. And,
0: and, and do, we, do we get much of our uh, of this flour from the UK?
1: We get about 250,000 tonnes a year oh my it. Oh, God. So, um, and we remember there, I think, was it one of the, 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 the scares we had, the weather scares uh, there back storm, I don't know which storm it was, but there was a problem with, with bread at the time and getting it over from the UK. Um, and it's not a matter that you can literally turn around and buy from France because when you think of it, you know, if you've got your pizza bread, that's a total different texture to sliced pan. If you've got your croissant, if, you know, the flour that goes into croissants or, you know, different types of products, all have different types of varieties of flour. We're good at producing the flour for brown bread. And, you know, we've got that reputation around the world. But our flour isn't as suitable to produce white bread particularly the white slice pan um and to get the right texture and everything in it you know everything has to be right about it the level of starch the level of protein uh, the weather conditions or just and a multitude of other stuff so that's the problem to look out for into the into oh. you know when we, we we know we know in the next couple of weeks well we that, will but won't be a deal
0: is there well in in that kind of doomsday scenario is there is there anywhere else the flour could come from
1: um, well, well, what Jagdish are saying is that we can look forward to a price increase because, seemingly now, in my short conversation now with Andy, um, uh, you know, flour is different in different parts of the world, and you can't be hauling it from Australia or somewhere like mm. that, probably. Um, but you know, the French flour wouldn't wouldn't have the the the, the traits that are required to produce. Particularly the white slice pan. That's yeah. what we're talking about a lot of, and um, that's the the flour that's at risk. And the Irish flour with that, as I said, the blade, you know, if if it's wet before it it's harvested and it starts to germinate, it'll it won't work as well in trying to make the um the slice pan. The blades will just get clogged up. And either ways, we've no mills, so we can't mill flour even if we were to import it. We don't have mills that are operational. I think there is a mill up in Port Arrington, but as far as people know, it hasn't been in operation. So, um, so there you go. That, that that's the story. Uh, so watch out for that one. Uh, that's week.
0: interesting. I wonder would it affect actually the kind of bread uh, uh, that uh, uh, that people eat uh, if that happens. Uh, just before I, uh, I, I let you go, Moraid, uh, you have uh, you've had uh, in the farmers' Journal anyway. They've had a review by kids of uh, what yeah. they might be looking for from Santa. <laughs> what kind of toys would they be looking for?
1: Well, listen, these are all little farmers and boys and girls. And, uh, you know, you've got the the John Deere and the New Holland and all of these kind of branded um, farm machinery uh, types. And uh, so there's overalls and um, uh, hats and everything to do with that. They just love, kids love dressing up and that sort of stuff. But, I mean, to hear them talking about Top Link and all sorts of stuff on tractors, like one of the, the great things about kids toys farming farm toys is that you can buy a a, a little boy or a little girl a tractor and a trailer a tiny trailer and it'll be literally to scale to what their their daddies and mummies are doing and um and then you can add to it you know somebody can else can bri- bring in a harvester somebody else can land in a shed with a whole lot of livestock inside in it um and I've seen children's um uh farm sets where they're nearly as big as a as anyone sitting room. You know, they've given over so much space to it. And there's like a dairy in operation with a milk and parlour. And there's cows in a shed and there's vegetables growing out around the house. And, you know, they're amazing. And the thing about them is that they can be passed on to younger siblings without any problem. And they can be passed on then to, to neighbours and friends once the family outgrows them. So they're fantastic value. And anything like, there's a Lego seemingly John Deere tractor that you can make out of Lego. And it comes with a walking drill and screws, and it's got 10 out of 10 marks. But the, the, the stuff, you know, they, they really do make up the most amazing farmyards and uh, field structures and everything. If you saw some of these now on the ground, they're absolutely fabulous. So it's, you know, for people to consider those kind of toys, um, they're real, you know, they're working their heads. Yeah, and um, you yes. know,
0: John Deere has it sewn up then from all all ends of the family, uh, really. Uh, our farming families, at least. Maraid, uh thanks, a million for uh, talking to us. Uh, that's uh, Mairead Lavery there. Moncrief on News Talk.